Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drifting Prime, and I am your host, Gerald Hernandez. This episode is brought to you by Aeromotive Fuel Systems. Aeromotive is the leading manufacturer of aftermarket high-performance fuel systems. The company's products are the fuel system components of choice for Formula Drift drivers Matt Field and Dayo Shahara. Aeromotive's fuel system customization shop is fully equipped to help you get your project car up and running. With fuel systems capable of supporting more than 3,000 horsepower, they're sure to be a solution for you. Visit AeromotiveInc.com and use code PROAM to get 10% off your entire order. This week's guest is Rico Jong of RZ Racing. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Um, AKA my wheel sponsor. Um, this is our first episode on new equipment. So, so please forgive me for the background noises. I wasn't sure how this worked. I didn't realize how much... Um, or how sensitive this mic was on this new setup. So it picked up a lot of me breathing and, uh, you'll, you'll hear it. Unfortunately. Um, I also had a cold, so you can actually hear me sniffling a lot. Uh, don't think it was the Rona. So we're good. Just a head cold. Um, I'll be sure to get away from the mic a bit in the upcoming episodes. I've, I've got set up here, uh, I think I got two more right now, and obviously more will come. But two set up for the next for the two coming weeks. Um, this was recorded actually a couple weeks ago. Sorry for the delay. I've been working on other projects, and I have a tendency to uh, forget I have an episode to release. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. So what's up, man? How's everything? What's up? Pretty good. Uh, chilling. You know, are you though? I uh, am yeah, trying. <laughs> yeah, I heard that, dude. Should I say hi to the viewers, listeners, however they want to identify themselves as? Uh, I don't think they do identify themselves as viewers to an audio only podcast. I mean, uh, hey, it's definite, out of my quality, definite, so. shit, definitely <laughs> listeners for sure. Um, I, I don't judge, you know. Yeah, you say that, uh, but I see you judge people all the time. Um, <laughs> Well, if you, sir, you. would like to uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, and uh, where you do it. I don't know if this audio is bad, but it sounds absolutely terrible in my headphones. And I think it might be time for a new set of headphones or time for a new audio interface device for the PC. You're but, talking about my side or your side? Uh, mine at the moment, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, what's up, listeners? My name is Rico Jong, and uh, what else about myself again? <laughs> I uh, I have a wheel what company. You, what do you do? A, a, well, I have a small wheel business. I make some janky YouTube videos, and uh, I try to build some drift cars. Okay, and how how is all that going for you thus far? Not so well. Well, <laughs> we we off to a good start. You did decide to start a business in 2020, so yes, you do uh, need to. Well, honestly, take that I think into that's consideration. actually that's the no. You know what? I think 2020 is the best year to start a business because you can't go lower than this. That is fair. That is very, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very fair. Like, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. 
<laughs> I started my one J swap, I think, at the at the end of last year. Uh-huh. And then it was kind of perfect because, you know, not too many drift events going on this year. And then I started my YouTube channel at the beginning of the year, right after the pandemic hits. And uh, I started my wheel business uh, later into this year, I think around June, July. I got this idea like down and then started rolling. So, yeah, I started everything at 2020. Uh, well, you started definitely. YouTube this year as well? Yeah, I started YouTube huh. after the pandemic. See, obviously, I don't listen to your podcast and you don't watch my YouTube. Such a good friendship. I love this. Uh, if you knew anything about this podcast, you would know, <laughs> first and foremost, I don't watch YouTube videos unless they're well, informative. Well, I don't need to know the podcast to know that. I know you. <laughs> so That's I know fair. you don't watch YouTube. This is fair. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, no, not a YouTube guy. Uh, I'll watch it if I need to learn how to change something. That I don't know how to do. And it's usually shit around my house. Not necessarily car stuff that I can Google for other things. Occasionally it is. But it's usually when I need to fix something around the house. Nice. <clears throat> What's so, YouTube? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm sick. Sounds like it. I don't know if it was the oh. fan and heater blowing in my face at the same time oh, last night. I just... You Are sure you it was too? last night? Are you sure you should... Are you sure it wasn't last week, huh? I don't think so. But are you sick too? Because we were together no. this Sunday. No. I hope I'm not gonna be sick tomorrow. Now knowing you, knowing that you're sick. Well, you might got, <laughs> you might have Rona. Who knows? You might both have it. <laughs> no, I don't cough like that. But all right. Um, oh, okay. So starting a business in 2020, and you also started a YouTube channel. Um, yeah. Did you just start or you already had it and you kind of like just left it alone and never did it, anything with it and then started again, started it up again in 2020? Uh, you're talking about YouTube? Yes. Uh, well, I had the I Well, not, I, I didn't have the idea. People told me that I should do it back in like 2014, 2015 when I just started building cars, mm-hmm. which I should have started back then because... You know, I've built quite, I'd say decent, quite a few decent cars back at the time. And then I kind of took a step back mm-hmm. uh, from everything after my S14 got stolen. In case y'all don't know, my S14 got stolen right after I put SR20 in it. So that's that. And, uh, but yeah, I think I should have started, like I should have listened to my friends back then and then started at that point. And I believe my channel would be more established. But at the same time, I guess it just wasn't the time for me to do it. And uh, I mean, I'm doing it not because I want to make money out of it. It's, just, it's more like to document what, I, what I'd be doing to my car. Yeah, much. no, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not knocking you. Yeah. Just every other YouTuber I know. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's a good platform. It has the most amount of uh, users, I believe, for that. Um, but yeah, I, I've i been having the thought for a couple of years. And then after the pandemic, after the lockdown, I was like, hey, what's the, you know, what's the better time than now? 
because everybody was trapped at home and they ain't got nothing else to do but watching YouTube. Apparently, except for you, you don't watch YouTube, and I don't think you ever got trapped at home. So, <laughs> um, I don't. I just, you know, like I said, I don't watch it in the sense of uh, like for entertainment, entertainment purposes. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> That's probably bullshit. Uh, I, this is gonna sound pretty weird. So Monica, my girlfriend, watches like makeup tutorials, but she watch. I don't know who these people, who the fuck these people are. Um, she watches a couple of them where they'll do their makeup. Yeah, whatever. Not really interested in that. But they tell like true crime stories or like um, paranormal stories or like ghost. Well, that ghost is the same shit, or like uh, <laughs> alien, like some type of like alien abduction or alien uh, encounter stories, and and like the stories keep me intrigued, and uh, I just <laughs> Wait, I can't. Oh, like, hold on! While they're doing makeups, yeah, yeah, yeah. About- I don't know anything what? about it. You're gonna have to ask her, dude. <laughs> you guys DM her if you need to. Yeah, um, I didn't ask. Her I don't about know, that. but she watches that stuff, and then like, I'll come inside from working from working on the car or something and then like it'll catch my attention where like they're like midway through a story and I'll stop for like two minutes and I'm like wait I'm doing something else with my life and I need to like get away um outside of that that's about as as much YouTube as I watch um with the exception of me needing to learn to do something um I have a couple friends that I like I take a gander at just to see what their YouTube is doing like I watched a whole minute of yours the other day and then I moved on with my life. You watch who? Uh yours. Yours. Oh mine. Yeah. Oh. Uh it's because my car was in your it. Life. My car was in it. That's why I watched it. Um Nope. I just yeah, uh well, it's for, not for, for me. One lap. It's, <laughs> it's uh it's not for me. Yeah, your car was in my YouTube video for one lap, literally. That's all it needed to be. That's the minute I watched. That was that was the only lap that we got down that day. Like, unfortunately, because oh, that was the first day, right, at Grange? That was the first day at Grange. Uh, that was the first lap after we put the new belt on, um, and then yeah. Well, here we are. <laughs> There we are. Cause, um, well, that, that day doesn't count, okay? For, for people who actually watch my videos, that day doesn't count. Just it's The car wasn't even, like, 50%. Well, I, I, yeah, because the alignment does play a huge part in it. Maybe. Um, yeah. What are we going to talk about? Uh, what do you, actually, what are you doing with drifting? That's that's a question I like we haven't really discussed too much. Yeah. Um, but like, what are what are your plans and goals with drifting? Just just for yourself on a personal level. Not we'll get into the RZ racing in a minute. But um, yeah, for Rico um, himself. For Rico myself. Uh, just yeah. Don't don't. I I could do that in third person. Not you. It's weird. Uh, but. Like, what hey, are your no, plans with drifting? Well, what, what are you talking about? No, no judgments. Yes. Uh, th- you, you can uh, judge me in person. This is an AA. Go ahead. <laughs> pretend, yeah. pretend for other people. Like, no, we but, can like, judge but, each other in person. Yeah, but like, yeah. What, what are your plans with drifting, like, on a personal uh, level? My plans? I don't, like, I don't believe in plans anymore. Like, here's the thing. Are you just kind uh, of going where the wind takes you or what? 
Uh, yeah, exactly. Because uh, before, like literally, I plan everything out. Okay, mm-hmm. I had an S13 with an SR. I blew the SR. I okay. Bought the S14 right after I bought the S13 actually, and then the plan, literally, the plan for the S14 was to build it as a pro and car. Because b- back in 2014, like 300 horsepower, 350 horsepower was a lot for Pro Am. Okay, so uh, my plan was just put a SR20 in it, put a, like a GT28 turbo, whatever in it, and uh, make it a Pro Am car. And then after I finished the SR swap, mm-hmm. it got stolen right no. off the drive. Yep, and uh, the cops called me a couple of days later and told me they found the chopped. Up shell like it was the rear half of the car uh, on somewhere of city of industry I actually know who was linked to that whole thing but I don't have any proof and cops said if I don't have any proof or you know anything solid they can't look into it or whatever so I'm like okay which is understandable yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> wild I didn't you even know go. you had an S14 I know you had told me uh, that uh, about the S13 oh, okay. that you had but never heard yeah I, ha- I had we an haven't S14. had this conversation yet okay yeah yeah and uh, that was the pl- like I planned to go into pro-am and uh, to compete mm-hmm. after that happened because that, that was a huge setback because I, I invested about like I'd say a good 8k into the car mm-hmm. 8, 8 to 10k into the car yeah. and everything was gone overnight and from then on i stopped believing in having plans because it doesn't mean anything anything could change like just in a split second you know i'm saying like like 2020 i i didn't plan anything for 2020 good thing i didn't (laughs) because yeah it would uh stuff happens on you real fast i know yep if you listen to this show at all I said I was going to have my car done by, like, March. Originally, you told me you were going to get your car done I s- months ago. Yeah, yeah, man. So, that's I why said, I don't believe in... I said, a, I said that for the internet to hear, too. The uh, whole world heard that. Um, yeah. Didn't happen. So, I mean, at least it's done now, so I'm proud of you. Uh, back to the plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, now, as for now, I just want to... I guess I just want to enjoy drifting, like, and then see wherever it takes me. Because I think having a plan can very much destroy the joy, uh, like you get from drifting. Because before I was like, I try to rush myself to finish the car before this event or finish certain modifications before mm-hmm. certain events, and I found myself getting onto the car right after like 11 hour shifts <laughs> or like the craziest time was uh i think it was the second time of uh 90s forever um i took the transmission off and put it back on three times um i think within four hours before i left for the event <laughs> and uh Actually, I timed myself. I had to drop the the, the dip real quick. I dropped my I dropped the differential by myself within 15 minutes and put it back on. <laughs> so that was like one of the craziest day in my life. That was last year at some point, and I didn't enjoy the event at all because I was just sleepy, tired, sore. I was like bleeding somewhere in my on my hand, and from 
yeah, it was just not enjoyable at all. And I got like three hours of sea time. That's it. So kind of like uh, not being prepared. So let's just say uh, right now, it's being a little bit better prepared is a goal. I I was prepared per uh-huh. se, but it's like sometimes things didn't go as planned. Which is I, I'm which just is say that because that's definitely the car with anything was working, though. Like yeah, to be fair, yeah. So I feel like planning things too much is like uh, too much pressure <laughs> sometimes yeah but sometimes you can plan trying to fucking get to work you know 30 minutes earlier oh, yeah, yeah, to do yeah, something that, and then you got a fucking flat tire on the way so that's, so now yeah. you're dealing with a flat tire and you're just on you're barely on time uh, right but no that's understandable uh, but I have, a, I have a general goal though what, like, yeah, the, the, but that's that's kind of like the the uh the answer I'm looking for is what the uh, general goal is. Like now, before you answer that, like that's not to say that there's an end goal, yes, but there's not mm-hmm. like an immediate goal of like I'm not trying to get there as fast as possible. Like there are obvious, like if you get to that goal, you'll get to it. But yeah, but yeah, go ahead. What is your so, end goal? Oh, the end goal is to compete. Okay, I'm very, I'm like, I'm. <laughs> naturally competitive <laughs> you know what uh, from somebody who knows you like on a more personal level uh, I can definitely see it because even when um, when it comes to the way you do certain things you're very like uh, methodical in a sense even when it comes to like the way you you just you talk about um, the will company uh, which is RZ race so if you guys haven't put two and two together yet, uh, Rico is RZ Wheels, or RZ Racing, rather, my current wheel sponsor. Um, even the way you kind of, like, discuss that, like, you... Like, I wouldn't be able to tell you the ins and outs the way you go into it as far as, like, oh, well, this is a cast wheel, and this wheel is made from... Uh, I don't know. because that That's a perfect example of, like, I can't explain it the way you can, and, then, and that is just kind of like you were just being the competitive person you are and in kind of like trying to uh explain what you have going on versus like let's say a competitor's wheels yes um and that's just yeah. kind of like a competitive notion as well yeah like i that that's just like how i am in general like even in life mm-hmm. uh i'm not my goal is not trying is i'm not trying to beat anybody or not trying to be i guess better than anybody i just want to try to to be the best at something you're gonna do be the, yeah be the best of myself i guess like That's bring fair. the best of myself yeah um no wrong with that but and then but like but when it comes to like because i play forza on xbox i recently often found myself like trying to just i don't know like i guess it's just the competitive part of me like if i'm drifting I found somebody who's, who also drifts very well in the lobby. I try to like drift with the person to see how good he is. Mm-hmm. And if I think he's slightly better than me, I'd be like keep driving with him until I don't know. There's no until. It's just like I just always find myself. So you kind of like surpass them with somebody in a sense better than me, or like I feel like okay. This this guy's not that good or whatever. <laughs> no, 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 I, I see what you're saying. It's yeah. um, it's uh, I, guess it's I, like I do too, and I don't. Think, and, and I, I I see what you're saying. Like where, um, if you, th- it's, it's 
it's gonna sound really terrible coming out, but I, this is the only way I can pr- say it. If you, let's just say you're at the track, right? You're not gonna yeah. follow the guy who's there and it's his first day. No, yeah. Even Definitely. if it's your first day, you're like, I don't want to follow that guy. He sucks. <laughs> even if he's, he might even be better than you. Um, you know, but you want to follow the, some. You want to follow somebody who's better. Um, and yes. I'm not necessarily saying to go around chasing people. Your first day at the track. That's that's, that's def- actually what I did. Uh, <laughs> that's so did I. What but I'm just saying. I'm not saying to do that. Um, yeah. But you want no, to follow somebody. Anybody, but you want to follow like, somebody who's good, like who has like a proper line, and yep. you know, obviously, mm-hmm. give yourself like a, a an adequate distance, so you're not, yes. you know, if just in case they make a mistake, you're not running into them, um, right? Because you have nowhere else to go. Uh, but you know, mm-hmm. it's just something to mimic, rather. Yes, is the best way to put it. Uh, I did the same thing with RJ over. Or I tried to rather, and RJ was more than willing to let me uh, chase him. Mm. Um, that's that's yeah he's the one i would i chased the most over the weekend when we went to uh horse thief mile oh yeah i saw that yeah but it was for a reason because he drives um a good line on that track and -hmm. i was trying to mimic it as much as possible it just didn't work out but moving on um but i get what you're saying as far as trying to go against somebody who's better or follow somebody who's who's way better just mm-hmm. so you can at minimum like begin to mimic whatever it is they're doing and then kind of yep. generate yourself into that as well like and whether it's them. your different driving style too <laughs> huh and surpass them <laughs> yeah yep. so, well yeah that's always the goal always the goal i, yep. I don't see why it wouldn't be yeah i mean i guess it's 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 natural for all of us who into competitive drifting because if we're not competitive if if we're not naturally competitive we wouldn't be in this sport we wouldn't be in any sport yeah you know i i would say that but i i've had a a few guys on here as well who have been like i just kind of want to see where i'm at and and i get i get that and i i 100 respect that Hmm. um but from someone who's like naturally competitive as, as far as like I, I'm not necessarily wanting to be better than. We'll just use you use an example. I'm not trying to be better than Rico, as a driver, but to prove to myself, myself as nothing to do with anybody else, that I can beat you, Rico, as a driver. That's like gratitude for me, not necessarily like looking to be, um, you know, awarded for it. It's just kind of like yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. Self-indulgence thing I do, and I know it's yep. kind of rubbed off on my child because he's super competitive in games that he plays, <laughs> and he gets heated when he loses. What? Uh, like Fortnite or some shit. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Roblox. Roblox. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not a bad thing to be competitive. Like, but I guess it's just we just got to learn how to take take the L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's I think that's the one thing that uh, some people get a little weird about it. Mm. Yeah, and then some people outright get cheated too. So I get it. Huh? Some people get outright get cheated too. Oh yeah. (laughs) So I get that as well. Yeah. I get why they get upset. So, 
Yeah, so the, the ultimate goal is to compete, but... But to I compete mean, at what level? Are you trying to go to Pro 2? Are you trying to get to Pro 1? Or are you just going to do Pro-Am and see where, you know, the well, uh, car... I can only say I want to do Pro-Am because uh-huh. still I don't know how good I, I am going to be. I mean, I know I'm not good right now at all. By no means, I'm an okay driver. Like, I'm... I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I guess I'm I'm still qualified as a beginner at this point uh, because I only I've only driven a beginner car. Um, yeah, but that doesn't qualify you as a beginner off the bat. Um, well, you know, like look at I guess yeah Chelsea Denofa. He's not in a high horsepower car outside of his fucking. Um, at least I don't think I, I don't think he yeah, is. His his TI still has like three hundred something wheel horsepower. My 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 three twenty five had a hundred and eighty horsepower on a good day. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know how. Well, I I did drift some some cars with more than two hundred horsepower. My my two forties, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> but back to the topic. Um, I guess. Just to get in, get into pro am to see um, if I want to continue doing this because I know I would be wanting to compete mm-hmm. against other people, especially yeah. against other good drivers. Um, so I'm pretty sure I'm gonna enjoy doing it. And then if I can get into pro two or pro one, that depending that depends on how much money I'll have. Literally, like. Well, you just started a wheel company. You're gonna be rich soon. Uh, see, glad you. I'm glad you brought it up. Actually, I, I think I told you before. Like, when I just starting this, even right now, like the whole point is not to get rich off of the company. It's just to, you know, give people more options with more affordable, high quality wheels. I'm not trying to get rich. <laughs> nope. Uh, definitely understand that. But you, but you need, but you do want to make, obviously, at least a, at least for it to be sustainable. Oh yeah. And possibly, yeah, uh, let's just say you don't quit your day job, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just say that having the wheel company allows you to pay for your drifting. So now that's yep. let's that's, let's just say it's all inclusive. Idea. Let's just say that's that is including the the build, um, mm-hmm. the the upkeep, yeah, and the actual paying for you know travel, paying for travel. tires, yeah, tires, cars. everything, you know, yep. If mm-hmm. it can be you know, and then still keep your day job to pay like your home bills, your home bills, yeah, yeah, or your your day to day bills rather. Your, your day, to keep up with day-to-day life, um, so it, it's understandable too. So, so essentially, you're still seeking like a privateer um, program, so to speak, for the most part. Yeah, you can say that. Pretty much. Um, well, my whole idea is, I don't think people should. I can't say that. I'm not. How am I gonna say it? Like, just say it, cause it's it's. And I'll, I'll try to help you out. <laughs> yeah, cause sometimes I I be thinking like, it's kind of insane for people to 
you know, work day and night just to spend all the money into drifting. Hey, like, no, it, uh, see, that's why I don't want to say it. Like, no, that's no, you. But it's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, but you got to remember. Okay, so uh, go ahead and finish what you're saying. Yeah, like, what I'm trying to say is it'll be great to make some some kind of money out of drifting like like your podcast if your po- podcast like grows fast enough and big enough you will be making money from your podcast right just like my wheel company my youtube channel if one day they grow big enough i'll be able to make money from that so to me it's like if we're able to make some sort of money from drifting from motor racing um that that'll be great like because looking just just look at um other professional drivers not drifters because drifting is still a very new sport uh compared to any motorsports but look at rally drivers look at formula one drivers that's the most extreme um example they're making banks by driving Mm -hmm. just literally by just driving yet us drifters have to we have to build our own cars we have to support ourselves we have to pay you know we have to pay everything out of our own pocket most of the time and i'm like why this is you know like why drifting is so expensive to a lot of people Mm -hmm. and yeah that's that's what i've been thinking about um couple yeah. things there uh, we'll start with the first um, about you know everyone people putting all of their money yep. you know uh, I'm one of those people so I'm one of those people that Me I, I was one of those too yeah, yeah so I'll get into it as far as like I'm one of those people that will put all of my income <sighs> I don't want to say disposable income. I think that's a poor choice of words. Um, but let's just say all of my bills are paid. And after yep. all of my bills are paid, um, everything else is going to racing. Now, this mm. is this is car parts. This is tires. This is upgrades. Not really doing upgrades right now. As, as of right now, the car has been built. Um, right now, this is going to... Um, seat time and if the car breaks I fix it. I'm not yeah. looking into any upgrades right now. Just mm-hmm. trying to get as, you know, maximum seat time. Um, yeah. So outside of that I don't do a whole lot when it comes to racing because, but I'm also not into other things. I'm not into traveling. I'm not into spending my money on going and seeing Italy for the weekend. That's not my thing. Like that's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, if that's That's, something you want to do, that's awesome, and I think you should. Um, But right now, racing is like where my heart is. Um, And then, secondly, we kind of discussed about having this to be sustainable. You know, with 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 ventures you're doing to kind of create. content of some kind so for you it's the youtube for me it's the podcast and and just to be 100 percent clear the podcast does not exist for me to make money off of um this is a pure passion project and the reason it was created was because 
there was nothing like this. Yeah, there's there's other podcasts about drifting, um, but there really wasn't something to like. And, and I'm not saying that that this podcast is the end all be all because God knows it's not. Um, <laughs> but this is definitely you get to hear from other drivers. You get to hear from small companies that are just starting like yourself like me yep. yeah yeah that's what i'm saying so it's like it's definitely a it's it definitely has right now i'm trying to build like a solid foundation for this and then mm-hmm. hopefully it kind of like builds itself up um and if it comes with sponsorship and stuff like that cool but if it doesn't uh i'm not going to stop doing it um because I really enjoy doing it. Great, uh, don't. Yeah, as so, long as you enjoy doing it. So exactly. Um, but this is this is for people who don't know what to do. Um, I grew up around cars. I know where to go. I kind of had like a, a better head start than some others would. There's people that don't know a shit about cars and might have been invited to let's just say a Formula Drift event. Um, whether it's a Formula Drift Pro Am event or a Formula Drift Pro Two event, you know in you know, or Formula Pro, whatever. And anywhere in between, they got to an event, they found out there's competition, they want to get into it. That is what this exists for. Um, mm. You know, there's a lot to learn here. I, I'm not the yeah. end. I am most definitely the worst example to go off of. I say that because I've seen uh, worse. You know that one BMW guy that crashed his car in Irwindale? Oh, my bad. It was you. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, that was me. No, 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 but I'm just saying. But I'm just saying, like, I, I am, like, not a great example to go off of. But the, um, the guests I've had on are better examples. Like, I've had... Um, Fielding Shredder, who doesn't, who's even said like, oh, I've gotten my pro license, my pro two license before. He's like, I have no intention of going to Formula Drift. Like he's enjoying what he's doing in the uh, competition setting of pro am, and mm-hmm. you know he's continued to grow his fan base. You know he's kind of like I've had this conversation with um, Jacob Gettins on another podcast about like he's kind of like a, a local celebrity, like where he's from. Um, and he's pretty much like he's set on what he's doing. Like he's happy with what he's doing, and that's great too. Um, that's great, yeah. And everyone's gonna do something different, but uh, right. with this shit show here, uh, like <laughs> the podcast isn't. It's not to to pay for anything. Um, sponsors have reached out, or a rather a sponsor has reached out for the podcast specifically and we've worked together so that that's why aeromotive yeah. is now yeah. the like the official sponsor of the podcast mm-hmm. so i mean that, that's that's great like but well my original point was um a lot of people that i know of uh-huh. well not a lot of people that i don't know i know of like i I know a lot of people, let's say this way, that went pretty much broke for drifting and stay broke <laughs> for drifting. Um, because, first of all, they don't, they weren't making a, a lot of money to begin with, and their their life is not as, I'd say, settled as you and me. Um, I mean, for, for numerous reasons, like, different levels of 
we're not getting into that, but you know, they're like there are people out there that love drifting, but they can't really afford going any step further. They just keep building their car slowly, slowly. They have probably they have like five hundred dollars to spare every month, and they dumping all the money into the car. Um, you know, making their life miserable while not even being able to enjoy the car because they, they're not even finishing the car yet. So, yeah. Yeah, but then I, I was, that's, when did I start? 2016? That that was pretty much my budget at 2016. It was like 500 bucks a month that I had to throw into this. Um, but then, like, what I will say is that that's almost tripled now because of, <laughs> no but hang on I'm saying that because it's because of drifting that it's been tripled yeah so what I'm saying is is that I focused at work I worked my ass off to get where I'm at right now yeah. this is four years later um, I have a lot more money to spend on the car I have <clears throat> it, it, I have a pretty decent car you know it's not the yeah. best car it's not an s chassis that with wise fab and pick your engine package whichever you decide you guys in a dog box and a quick change but it's definitely a solid car that i wanted that i love and um mm-hmm. but dri- but but drifting gave me that now now don't get me wrong i've i've always had to have that drive to do something with my life um but drifting has amplified that so what i will say is mm-hmm. i don't think that i would be where i'm at right now in the position i'm in without drifting to push me to make more money to work harder work those extra hours because now i'm seeing it where like where now i'm the boss at work to being like okay i'm seeing somebody who's willing to work these extra hours but then i'm seeing this guy who wants to go home by three o'clock every day <laughs> so it's just kind of like it's the same thing so you know yeah, if you guys are I, out there I, I and you want to do something yeah if you guys are out there and you want to do this this is what it takes like yes i have yep. a child i still have to do this <laughs> yeah this is the passion it's, it's what we yeah, love. yeah exactly it's what yeah and i gotta make sure that yeah. my kid has a good living too i can't take all of my money right and throw it at drifting my yeah. my son has to benefit from that my child my family rather has to benefit <laughs> from it as well yeah but most of it goes to drifting i'm just gonna i'm not gonna lie <laughs> uh, yeah like same yeah. like pretty much because i can say the same thing as you like if it weren't for drifting if it weren't for car i definitely wouldn't be like living like at this I, I guess like having this kind of life going mm-hmm. on because I definitely wouldn't start I guess I would start a YouTube channel f- for something else like about something else um, probably cooking <laughs> uh, uh, I definitely wouldn't think about starting a, a wheel business because I didn't even think about it until I guess five months ago yeah so yeah drifting did bring well drifting definitely inspired me to be more creative correct in life yeah and it kind of pushed me harder because it's definitely a very expensive sport and i like road racing that you can literally 
take a stock car and go racing, put us put some race tires to go racing, you there are some like modification required to to go drifting. I said, I guess there really is. I there mean, really is. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people will say you can go out there with a stock car, in which you can. I mean, yeah, you can, with, but one hundred percent. Um. But let's let's say comparing to road racing, you can't take a front wheel drive car or, or a four wheel drive car to go drifting. I mean, I get again, you can, but it's not. Or even with know. like, um, let's just say Time Attack or um, even Autocross. Yeah. Like you can't you can't just take your front wheel drive Civic and go I mean, drifting. Like it's it's not gonna happen. Yeah, you're not gonna take that car for drifting, but you can you I mean, can take her mom's Civic and put 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 you know put some slicks on it and go um, autocross. Uh, I mean autocross. So I feel like the, the the entry level for other motorsports are relatively lower than drifting. Yeah. Because I I did the math um, a couple of days ago, literally. Of course you did. Hey. Just, just being Chinese, you know. Yeah, I didn't uh, say it. <laughs> nah, I know what you wanted to say. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, so literally to convert a normal daily car to a fun autocross car or like a fun track car, mm. all you need is some sort of to suspension. Some sort of suspension. Yeah, pretty much to show up. You can literally yeah. ride on stock suspension and stock tires, right? Yeah. But to convert a normal car to a drip car. Now, before you finish now, that, though, you can just show up in a real-wheel drive car and you're you, fine. Yes, you also okay, can. Okay, just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah, you can. But you won't be able to enjoy the car as much as, let's say, a normal track day car because you can't. I I, I want to I want to disagree with that and not to cut you off. Okay, so my very first drift event was at Grange, Uh and it was in my um, my the first Cadillac I had. Um, That's the motor that ended up going into the BMW. But anyways, it was in uh, 2016, and uh, it was the most fun I had ever had. It was a drift access event, so I didn't have to pay for an entry fee. This was like I didn't even know entry fees were only like sixty-five bucks. I could, I didn't even know I could afford it back then. Um, that's how much I didn't look into it. Um, but it was like the most fun I had ever had. And then, you know, I go to I I crash that car. I build the BMW and I start doing that thing crash that car and I build the, the, <laughs> the new Cadillac and, and the same shit happens you know it's a shit show and then now like I, I take my time to build the car and now I'm having the same amount of fun just at just at this one event this weekend that just passed the uh, toy yeah. drive for for Just Drift and I have the same amount of fun that I've ever had um, like I remember it like it was like my first time drifting all over again that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, and that. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, now I want to take. I want to slow my fucking roll, get the seat time, and then yeah. uh, towards the end of the year, focused on shootouts. If that's what that's. If that's what's going to be towards the end of the year. Yeah, that's that's a great that's a great way to to do it. To be honest, like, but uh, what I was saying is, 
You know, drifting costs tires. 100%. We burn through tires way faster than road racing, time attack, autocross. Also, my first day of drifting, I spent pretty much half of a day spinning out. Yes, yeah, so but did I. Huh. And you, I had a V8. Uh, that's pretty much for everybody, right? Uh, but on a first on your first day of time attack, you you can literally stay on the track all day. Hey, I spun out my first day of time attack too. I mean, yeah, you you, I, you spin out, but you don't spend half you don't spend half of a day to spin out. This is true. But I know I'm, I'm not trying to say which one is better, which one is worse. I just feel like drifting does take some requires some money to to uh, to get into and I guess progress. Uh, well, yeah, way. that's fair because you're you're looking at the same cost of entry fees, right? It really is. Yeah, pretty much like, the same. Let's call it 125 bucks. Pretty much. Um, and then not that that's what Grange costs or anything, like that, but let's just say it's 125 yeah. for your first event, and you have uh-huh. one drifting event and one autocross. Right. Well, if you do well in drifting, it's not just 125 for your first exactly. event because now you need new tires when you go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in autocross, yeah. you drive home. You could drive, drive back. Ne- you drive back exactly. ne- next month or the next for the next event too. Exactly my point. And don't don't forget, we burn through fuels way faster than those guys too because we constantly we are wide open throttle. Yeah. Yeah, we're wide open throttle. So yeah, and also we like we are literally bashing our cars like we pushing it to the limit. It really like be like tra- that though. Trans diff axles. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't really see that many um, radiator you know, hoses. <laughs> yeah, right yeah you, like they don't go through what we go through they don't go through as much as we what we go through yeah so but like also um i think i told you about this idea like i want to promote uh like a, in a way cheap drifting that that to tell people you don't have to spend ten thousand dollars to build a car to enjoy drifting like you can build a drift car for five thousand, six thousand dollars, and you can still be able to enjoy it pretty much every single weekend. So that that'll be. We're gonna throw every single weekend time. out the window. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm just using that as a very extreme. Yeah, but you gotta example. be mindful too of like some people just work at AutoZone, dude. Like you gotta remember. Yeah, like, I, I know. I and, know. And, and I know. Hang on, and, 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 and those doable. people working at AutoZone aren't necessarily being offered or even have the opportunity to even work 40 hours let alone do overtime so we got to be mindful of that as well i i know obviously yeah, yeah. We're, we're not we're not gonna say oh whatever you do you can still you can still do yeah. drifting that's just not realistic yeah. but like, if somebody just literally somebody... need to get their life together first <laughs> yeah you really do uh, i think people yeah. i think that's something that's that's been kind of talked about a lot um yeah. especially with like what is it the drift masters dude that uh was the drift games I, fuck, I can't remember the guy's name. I don't know. His, everyone's going to know his name, too. Dave? I don't know. He's from Ireland. Yeah, Dave? I think yeah. his name is Dave. He just released something about like, getting sponsorship. And, like, one of my... the fa- My favorite thing he said, in it was... He's like... And I, I, it's, I'm paraphrasing here. But he says... He mentioned something about... He's like, if you can work more... If you have the opportunity to work more hours... Because you can make more money at work that is an option to pay for your racing. If you don't have that option, then you need to learn how to 
find sponsorships to pay for it. Find sponsors. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, much. Put it together. And uh, now, luckily, I have, which I feel is the much easier route, is to work more hours or to <laughs> excel in your career. Um, I find it. I find it very difficult to engage with sponsors and reach out to them. Like, I don't want to talk to people. Like, I'm not a fucking people person. Um, no. Yeah, it, it's counter... It's it's counter... It's... Ah, whatever the word I'm looking for is. It's... Um, doesn't make a whole lot of sense having a podcast where I talk to people, but it's it's one thing it's, it's one thing for me and you to have this conversation, or me yeah. and another guest to have these conversations. But it's a whole other ball game when it comes to me trying to sell myself. I'm not a salesperson. Like oh oh yeah, like yeah. I I wasn't even thinking about all that until I started the wheel business, right? Yeah, like I I've been having people reaching out to me, um, trying to get sponsorship deals, which. It's understandable, but you really like. I didn't know any of these until I started this business. Like you, I really learned a whole lot about different kind of people yeah. in drifting. Like somebody really like they have serious potential, right? But they do not know how to dis- how to even describe themselves. Like they don't even know what they sell. Like how to talk about themselves. Correct. And there are also some people who obviously overselling themselves, um, yes. be like bragging about themselves while literally you can tell that they're not all that. So, yeah, there are different kind of people. And believe it or not, like they're, like those people who overselling themselves are easier to get sponsorships because to some of the companies who... I guess don't really dig deep into the driver. I'm not. I'm not gonna name which company, but there are some companies just literally sponsor whatever, whatever people out there. Uh, it's really easy for those people who oversell themselves to get a sponsorship deal, comparing yeah. to people who, I guess, more humble. <laughs> that's the if that's the correct word to use. It, it can be. It can also yeah. be under an undersell. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah. Or like to pe- people who are like literally just being honest and being upfront about themselves. Yeah. No, but but it, it goes for the. It's like a job interview. Um, I've had this conversation before as well with other Pretty people. Um, like at at my job, I know what I'm doing, so I can be like, "Hey, man, this is what I know." Like yeah. I'm not here to like you know blow smoke up your asshole. <laughs> it's literally how I got my job now. Um, and now it went from being like uh, the lead quote unquote technician to now like department manager within a year but that's just how the, like that thing would work where it's like yeah. I didn't sell, oversell myself I didn't I was just like hey man I know what I'm doing if you want to give me a chance let me prove myself there I am but that person <laughs> I found out like a year later they would hire anybody and I just they we both happen to just work out with each other. Um, That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I've also seen it go really, really bad where someone will upsell themselves yeah. um, and they don't deliver. Shit. Yeah. yeah. It, it's the same shit. thing. Like, it's, it's, it's that ROI. It's like the return on your investment. Like, I know at for fire alarms I can deliver a return on investment if I tell you I can do something I can do it 
right. racing? Oh God, no idea. <laughs> well, we're, bo- we're both gonna find out. Right, we're both gonna find yeah. out. Yep. So yeah, I just found that really interesting. But definitely for the listeners out there, if you want to get sponsorship deals, I don't recommend you to be one of those brag, bragging people like to, to oversell yourselves. But you got to make sure to let the company or let the business or whoever the fuck is in charge know that what you're capable of. And most importantly, your plan. Like you have to have a like solid not not like a day-to-day plan but you have to have a goal and you just have to show them that either you have the ability or you have the potential to pretty much make money for them because that's how that's pretty much what sponsorship is like you a company give some drivers whatever um, either a discount or free product for it's not free. you to make money for the company. Yeah, it's like a it's like a deal. It's like a trade. You know, you're not paying for the wheel, but you are working for them in a way. Yeah. Well, I feel the same way. Like, okay, so if I am, if let's just we're not going to use you as an example because I don't. It's kind of. Um, A conflict of of interest. Best way to put it. So let's just say we're going to use. I need a new seat, right? Okay. Uh So we're going to use that one. My seat expires by the end of this year in what? A few days. Now, if I'm going to go after a sponsor for that seat, the way I feel about it is before I even go to that sponsor, how I personally feel about it. I need to be able to sell two seats. Basically, the reason why is because I need to be able to have my seat paid for and then and then for them to um, sell another seat. So this way, at least my hands are clean. I know that their investment is paid for. Now, I, I'm using it as a, this is a poor example, and I'm trying to, I'm spitballing here. Um, just use my, just use the wheels as an example. It's You're not. trying too hard. Uh, maybe it is because actually, when I saw your wheels and I shared them immediately, ten people hit me up. Where do I get these wheels? Yeah, yeah. Like pretty much all of you, the. I didn't even have the fucking wheels on the car yet, and pe- ten people were like, "Where do I get these wheels?" Yeah, let me let me do a shameless plug-in for you. Actually, um, if there's anybody like any, I didn't sell your wheels. I'm just gonna say that I didn't sell your you wheels. Your wheels sold themselves. Sell, okay, no, you didn't directly sell my wheels, but a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the sales and the sponsorship deals are all connected to you. Yeah, but I knew that going in, but but it was because of the the design, so I knew that I can. Not play that, but it, but it was to, just yeah. It also depends. Yeah, right. Like, it just happened to work out. The wheel itself, yeah, it happened to work out. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, also, the, the wheel itself is good enough. Also, you as a friend, I'd say, really helped me out. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, you know, of course. But 
I, I would have did it either way. But I'm just saying, like, so I can't, I can't do the same thing with Sparko. Right. Yeah. You you can't. <laughs> so yeah. It's, they they kind of don't need that. They, yeah. Like, I can't do the same thing with even even like the smaller C companies. Like I had a, a Status Racing on here. I wouldn't be able to do that for them. They already have people like, um, what is it? What's his fucking real status? name? Gary King Jr. Gary, yeah, yeah, Gary. your boy, your boy, yeah, my boy, my boy, yeah, my boy Gary, yeah, my orange uh, chicken boy. <laughs> they've already got people like him. They've got Rathina, uh, Micah mm-hmm. Diaz, stuff oh, like that. Them too? Nice. Yeah, like I couldn't sell that to them. And I didn't even sell it to you. I just was like, hey, I want these. Um, But it's even stuff like that. Like, uh, I'm not, there's certain things you can kind of play with. And it's not necessarily, uh, I basically piggybacked off of something that I knew was well. And I kind of had like, not, not that Drifting Prime has like huge platform, but I knew like the right people that would be interested in it to like, expose it a little more if you mm-hmm. can get now if let's just say you chose you told me to fuck off and you went with gary that would have been a better choice <laughs> on your end Be- uh, because gary's following is like tenfold over mine yeah i i, I guess from yeah. a business owner's set of point yeah that's that's what i'm looking uh, at it as yeah i bet some people are like why would he say that I mean, we're just because we have being a good relationship. Honest. That's why yeah, I'm saying that. <laughs> uh, yeah, me and me and him can we can talk about anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, we literally uh, do. No, but but it's just it's just a factor. Uh, it's just it's actually right. just a fact, right, rather. Right, right. Um, yeah. But or then again, let's, but let's then again, Gary way. doesn't compete. And, does, yeah. and the whole point of this was to make sure that you're willing to withstand some bullshit that I'd be putting right. it through because I'm not the best driver and I'd be doing wild shit like I going mean, off track. You saw the wheels that I destroyed before. I think we've all destroyed wheels. Yeah. yeah. You you saw that. When, when, when you helped me move it into my house, you saw all those wheels. They're all oh, missing yeah, chunks. <laughs> They're all missing chunks. And they were like expensive, pretty expensive wheels too. Again, not going to name any companies, but Mine wasn't. Some, of the, some of the expensive ass wheels... Yeah. Will miss chunks after you dirt drop them once, and my wheel just had a little dent. Like, mm. ding. Yeah, I also hit that. I fucked that wheel up. You did? No, no. I'm just saying, like the the one that we're talking about right now. Oh, that had a little dent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that wheel was because well, not well, only what did I fuck that wheel up, I don't know what it's called. Where it's uh, it's got that little, it's got that. So on the stock CTS, it's got that oval, right? On the um, the fucking subframe, to kind of with with the st- if you had the stock arms on, you would be able to move your uh, lower control arm within, so you can uh, make some camber adjustments. So remember, it, that bolt with the the adjustable arm on it is all the way in. Mm-hmm. But whatever happened, I hit it and it was all the way out at its furthest mm-hmm. point. So now I got to weld some washers in there to make sure it doesn't move again. Um, but it bent that wheel. But it was that just that. It was on that one, side. Was it a, was it the 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 one dent that we saw? Yeah, it was the same thing. 
Oh, okay, yeah. But you well, didn't, I, but I, I, I guess you had mentioned it to me earlier that I fucked it up, and I don't remember you saying it. Wait, were we talking about the toe, or were we talking about the yeah, wheel itself? Yeah, and the toe was fucked up? Oh, yeah, I did. They I told you, same, like... They were from the same thing. A few laps in, I already told you. I think after after you went off track the first time, I told you, oh, okay, yeah, your, your toe looks well, a little bit off. Well, next time I ask if I'm listening to you, because the answer is most likely no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember you saying shit. Um, I did. And then you told me it's probably because of the fender, because the fender is, is uh, bent. No, you said the fender was bent. I don't remember you saying anything you about the wheel. I told you. Yeah, told, well. Or, okay, I could be talking to Andrew. Andrew told me, oh, probably because of the fender. We're going to talk. We're going to. We're gonna talk gonna, to Andrew about we're that. Gonna ask him. Yeah, we're gonna ask him about about, about that. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, back to the yeah. topic. Um, Where were we? I don't remember. Oh god. Um, well, let's come wheels. up with something. Wheels that, don't, wheels. Walls, wheels that don't break. Oh yeah, we need to, I need break. to heat that bitch up and hit it with a hammer. Yeah, do that. Dude, I, I, I want to see how it turns out. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Andrew, I was talking to him, uh, what was it, today or yesterday. I was like, hey, do you think we could just patch this fucking tire? Because it's got like six laps left on it. I told him, I literally told everybody, when, when you went off, uh, went out again, and I told everybody over there, I was like, the tire's still good. It's like uh, five, six laps left. Yeah. All night, and we can just patch it up. <laughs> I hate that the Kenders are so good, dude. Did they yeah. last so long? It was so, so weird, because I went from... What was it? The Kendas that were at like what, fifteen or eighteen psi? Uh huh. Fifteen, right? You did it. Uh, I, don't uh, I did eighteen. It was eighteen on both sides on the it second was set, on right? Both sides. Okay. Yeah, on the second and then I set. went. I went from that to like thirty-five pounds on the Achille one two threes. And it's so weird because I've heard so many things about the Achille one two threes, how much grippier they are. So I was like, "Fuck it, we'll put them at 35. No. Not what I thought they were gonna be. It's like every time I listen to somebody else and they tell me what it's gonna be, it's always like the, the fucking opposite. No, I need to start testing shit myself. No, just from other were they, people who've were they not grippy? Not as much as I thought they would be. Cause uh, okay, so I don't know if you saw the two videos I released the other day or today. I think it was today. I saw. I did. Okay, so those two videos were on Achilles. Uh, yeah. Now the last the last couple laps, right? Yeah. So, but I pay attention to the line on there because that wasn't the line I was trying to run all day. Yeah. The line changed cool. on the those tires, running them at thirty five. Um, yeah, because um, I've never ha- I've never ran um, Achilles one two threes before, but a lot of people said they have a lot of a lot more four by than side by. So I have to literally tune your car to a certain way to run those tires but not not my experience I've, I've never ran them before but some also, but, but FD guys all, told me that you need to be mindful too that my car has no data yeah yeah there's no base there's no base data for your car yeah so this is an everything S we chassis. did that day it was just like brand new yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I will say is that the, there's complete difference between running the Kenda at 18 and then running the Achilles at um, 35. 35. I probably should have kept them at 18. Then, yeah, you probably will have a more direct um, comparison between those two tires. Yeah, because it, it floated even more once you hit the top of Horse Thief when I put the Achilles on mm. at 35. 
Interesting. But, well, but next, we, I think we, we didn't have, have some... time to adjust because it was like what, yeah. four thirty, yeah, and yeah. the track closed at five. Five. Yeah. yeah. Well, next time we they used smoke you a lot still have like two, two. Yeah, they they do, and they <laughs> smell awful. They oh god, really? They smell terrible. What is it? With, I didn't. You know what? Um, the only tire I never really cared for, the smell at least, was the was the uh, Zestinos. Mm. I never ran them before. No, no, no I never. I n- <laughs> neither did I. But when I got into, when I started following pro, I'm pretty heavily. What was like 2016, uh, 2017. Oh yeah, Zestinos. Zestinos was like Zestinos <laughs> yeah, was the shit. Everybody yeah. was like everybody's on Zestinos. I remember that. Um, yeah. Moving on. Um, let's talk about you in your shit box and what you got right. done to it what you're doing to it and when you're going to finish it most importantly hey I thought we're not going to start personal attack uh this is a shit show so yeah okay man let's do it let's talk about it uh, I'm sorry what was the first question what do you drive well oh I drive a I have a 1993 BMW E36. Uh, originally, it was a 325i. Um, I kept the original motor in it. Um, yeah, and then I broke the oil pan at Grange. Then I decided that's the perfect moment for me to start the 1J swap. And mm-hmm. I bought the 1JZ about four years ago when it was the cheapest. I think I got the 1J for, I forgot it was like $1,500 or $1,300 or even 11 Like it was dirt cheap from uh, JDM, California. Um, I just, I kind of knew at that moment, I was like, 1JZ is not going to stay at this price forever because SR20, at, that's the moment, that's the year that SR20's price started to go up. Uh, 2JZ's price started to go up. And then, one jz was still like staying low at where, where they were and after i bought that engine the all of the engines price is skyrocketing and i think right now the one 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 jz is like what 4500 to 5500 anywhere between those and sr20 is like probably the same price range which is crazy um but yeah i am putting a one jz gte bbci from a toyota store into the BMW E36 because uh, the E36 requires a rear sump um, oil pan design because it's a front rack design chassis. Yeah. And uh, it's not going too well. (laughs) I totally underestimated how much I guess how much money it requires um, to... You're rich, right? You have a wheel company. Uh, you know I'm not. <laughs> well, I guess that's why I can't finish the swap right now because I dump all my all my savings into the wheel company. Because you're rich. <laughs> I'm not rich, okay? That's that's not. I don't. I'm far away from that. I'm just I'm just saying how the people see it. Yeah, people would think that I'm rich, especially like if they know that I'm. Yeah, but don't you get a whole bunch of money from sponsors from having a wheel company? <laughs> you know what people literally like no. uh, an, uh, an old friend of mine literally told me like since we got so rich the other day what why uh, huh just the other day like 
It's just in my DM. Because he was Cause, seeing how much money you got coming in from that wheel company you started? No, because, uh, well, because he know I, I started a wheel company because yeah. he know that I'm renting a house. And he was just like, since when you started? I, I guess he's kind of a little bit like, you know, I guess jealous in a way. You're like, I'm barely fucking getting by. Uh, yeah, don't I'm barely <laughs> getting by. Don't don't get me started. Like, I, I'm just living my life. I'm not rich. Like, I would be driving a 2004 if I'm rich. Hell. Please but, don't buy a 4Runner. Hey, please. Like, 4Runner is literally the best car I've ever bought. Okay? It can do everything. Everything. I don't even have to slow down when I'm going to Grange. Like, it's literally gunning. <laughs> Floor that bitch. On the mm-hmm. dirt road. Yeah, and I can mm-hmm. tell. It's a V8, so you can tell. I can sleep in the car. I'm six foot one, and I can sleep relatively comfortably in the back of the car if I have to camp on the track. So, hey, have you camped up there? Yeah, I have multiple yet. times. <clears throat> during, this, wait, this, during this, summer or like during winter? Oh, winter. I cannot camp. Oh, actually, I did camp out over there during summer once, uh, but I slept with my friend. Okay, that doesn't that it that didn't come out right. No, nope. I Keep slept going. in. My friend's older generation foreigner with my friend also in the truck that did not come out right again. We didn't do anything. That's the point. Now it sounds like you did something. But, yeah. Um, wait, <laughs> but did you guys have like a fan or something or did you just leave the windows down and like so they didn't fog up? It's a so, boy. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, you left. Sorry. <laughs> but no, seriously, surprisingly, wait, wait, it wasn't. But is it, it super hot, hot out there at night? I, I don't know. It, I never it, been, was, uh, so it was super D. I forgot when was the super D event. Wait, but, aren't there, but the aren't there night? Aren't there events um like with lights like at night? Yeah, there was. There was light and at night, but it was it wasn't a whole lot. Oh, I couldn't okay. remember. Like not enough to see like the smog, the smoggy windows. <laughs> Uh, I did sleep in my own car during winter, and the the window fogged up pretty good. So. Fuck that! I'm not sleeping in my own car. Why not? Cause it it like clicks and ticks. It clicks and ticks. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it running with a heater on like a normal person. It's not that cold. It's, I just I just brought a sleeping bag and some extra covers. Yeah, I could probably live with that too. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I oh, yeah. I I, ch- I chug a whole bottle of wine before I go to sleep, so that was that that was helpful. Who the fuck drinks wine at the racetrack? Uh, me. It is no, a I, beer. It wasn't, it wasn't a bottle. It was like literally in, in in my fridge. I had half of a bottle left. So before I took off, I was like, hmm, why not take the half a bottle of wine with me to the track and sleep? I mean, drink it before I go to sleep, and I did exactly that. It felt amazing. You know, it was kind of funny though like I was just sitting there nobody was around I was like drinking wine by myself lonely you know yeah it was weird should have brought beer you but made anyways. it weird um, <laughs> did you, uh, so moving forward uh, yeah. what is the, the plan, plan with RZ racing Oh, I thought we were still still talking about the car. Um, we're over your car. You you got a one J and the 
in an E36. Well, yeah, I, mean, I can still talk about like what my future plan about the car. It's it's gonna be my well, it's I guess it's not necessarily gonna be my competition car because mm-hmm. the chassis itself has some um, uh, flaws. But uh, name not, one, name one other than the BMW. So, Huh? Keep, Na- ta- keep name talking. Name one I wanna, I wanna other than your chassis like choice and your engine choice. <laughs> oh, ooh, 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 shots fire. Um, no, they actually, um, one of the previous owners reinforced the rear shock tower uh-huh. um, point. But whoever, oh my God, whichever dumbass did that didn't even do it right because one side is lower than the other side. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I, don't, like, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking one, about. I'm pretty sure one side was cracked, and then th- when they were trying to fix it, they didn't level it back up too good. So, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, the, the shot tower mounting point is the common mm-hmm. weak point of an E36, right? Yeah, but what you're saying so, is kind of throwing me off because... They re-welded back on and with some reinforcement plate, From the right? bottom or the top? Um... From good question. I well because what you're saying about it from what I know about that car, you're saying it's not done right and that they're kind of off. But it, yeah, wouldn't it nest? Wouldn't it bolt in from the same spot on the bottom no matter what? As long as there's not. It does. A, it does. No, but yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the height between that mounting point to the ground. One side is look like I have so to see if, it. I feel like I you're equal, explaining it poorly. But go ahead. Okay. Someone let, might let understand me, it better. Let me let me rephrase it. So when I'm putting the coilovers onto the car, uh-huh. the coilovers are exactly the same height. Mm-hmm. My car was sitting on a level ground on the same size tire, same size wheels, but one side was sit lower than the other side. My car does that too. How? Like, it literally, like, when the car is even not on the ground, even lift up, the distance between... Yeah, but the, is your car... Um, well, I don't... I might be asking the wrong question here. Um, but is your car completely, like, uh, corner balance and stuff like that? It wouldn't be, like, an, like yeah, have but, an inch but difference. But isn't, doesn't corner balancing kind of, like, have an effect on that? No, no, what, what, even when, I, even when the, the wheels are off the ground. Uh, I get where you're, mm, yeah, but then, okay, so let's just say the distance between the mounting point so, on the bottom, hang on, the mounting point on the yeah. bottom of the, the coil, yeah. the, the shock itself, you're, you're still on a divorce setup, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's just say it goes up, it tucks under into the wheel well, mounts to the shock mounting point up underneath on either side and then it goes to what i think it connects directly to the knuckle or is it the um the trailing arm i can't remember on that chassis the well the knuckle is the trailing arm so i, the I know knuckle. they're kind of like one in, one they're together as one right for the most part yeah 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 from the, the rear of the knuckle like the on the yeah, but yeah. would that be okay. somebody else's wrong, or was that just like a chassis thing? I'm pretty sure it's not a chassis chassis thing because let's say when I lift up the car and mm-hmm. both of the wheels are um, like hanging, completely drooping. Um, if the 
the shock lengths are exactly the same, left side to right side. Mm -hmm. But the spring on the left side would have play, but the spring on the right side wouldn't. Okay. And then the the distance between the, the spring bucket to the chassis is different from the left left side to the right side as well. I think I know and what you're then, talking about now. Yeah, the, this, this car does that too, though. But really? This car, yeah, but this car has um, what is it like? It's also a trailing arm car, so that could be a factor. It uh, could be, uh, but I, I but just did a whole lot of measurements. Been and, driven before; it's been beaten on a little bit. So so is yours, I would assume. Especially yeah. considering that you said that you bought it with like, um, like fixed exa- yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I you, gotta, you also got to remember too is that it might just it may not have been fixed by the right people. Exactly, that's that that's what I was saying. Like yeah. if somebody fixed didn't really fix it right, but um, yeah, I I might just turn it into a competition car. But as for now, I'm gonna keep it stock power just to get maximum seat time. Stock power, it's- my ass. For real, stock power, like stock ECU. I'm not even gonna buy an ECU. Just everything stock. On what motor? One JC. That's not stock, but okay. Um, I, I was I drove stock BMW powers before. So moving on. Was, uh, let's moving let's on. talk about the wheel company <laughs> a little bit. All right. Uh, just what is your status on pre-order setup? You have how many wheels out right now? That how many designs? I know you have one original. Yep, I have one original. I have the N5RS, which is on your car. Yep, not changing uh, it. Not, please don't. I love I love seeing that wheels on your car. Um, I actually have about three to four more designs uh, for Forge. I just don't really have the time to finalize all of that and the money to make them. Okay, that's that's fair. Now, is there a pre-order setup? Yeah, there. You you can pre-order it. Um, Is there a minimum pre-order? Is there a group buy setup if people wanted to get in on it together? Is there? a sponsorship deal for 2021 coming i got so many questions man great ask me all that i'll try to answer it the best way i can probably gonna be disappointing but hey i'm gonna try my best um so start with a group buy or pre-order um so for force wheels it's all made to order so no matter how you well unless you want to buy the current two sets that I already have mm-hmm. um, but other than that um, because the size is customized like you can build you can pretty much build your wheel to your own spec just like any uh, forge wheel company um, you can tell me the offset you want within a reasonable range you can tell me the width you want you can tell me uh, the PCD the center bore however you want as long as physically achievable we can do that and also the color the finish whatever and then moving on to um the n5rs those two those that those wheels only available in two sizes, which is 18 by nine and a half plus 22 and 18 by ten and a half plus 10 
five at one fourteen point three currently. Um, when when the company is growing bigger, I will consider making them five by one twenty. They're gonna uh, look really good on the E forty six. I'll say that right now. I know. <laughs> and I would say E thirty six, but. I don't think E36 is... They'll look good, but I just... Well, they'll I, look good, but everybody is going to run some like crazy yeah. uh, overfenders to, to fit those wheels. I mean, same. I guess same for E46. With like the um, Tandem kit or whatever, or the, for, even like the Street Fighter LA kit. You know what? Um, my friend uh, Miles from Texas has an E92 M3, and he wants to get a set of... Uh, and 5RS and put it on his E92 and he already converted to uh, 501.14 from 501.20 so I'm going to see how, how those wheels look going to look on his car you know who else we have, we'll have to give him a shout out that are also running wheels is Jordan and oh, his yeah. wife also Jordan we're talking shout about Jordan to, right now shout out, shout out Jensen, to Jordan Jordan Jensen and yeah, Jordan, Jordan Jensen Oh shit! They're like the they're like the <laughs> they're fucking like pro. Denofa they're like the yeah, they're like the pro end version the, of Chelsea Denofa. Chelsea yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, hell Son yeah, of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan's actually been on the show before too. I remember he brought up his wife, but I, I think we kind of had that conversation a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, and his and him and his wife are both on on my wheels. Um, Man, those wheels look so good on the fucking 350Z. I know. I was surprised. I was looking at and it too. It fits perfectly under the stock body. It like, does. Yeah, no modification needed. Just completely stock body. It fits perfectly. Just, I was surprised that you can tuck a fucking 18 by 10 and a half plus 10 under the stocky uh, 350Z. That's wild. Noted for next time. Yeah, considering like their stock wheels are only what eighteen by eight and a half plus thirty eight or something. Yep, it's like a really normal size wheels. And, yeah, yeah. So what's the uh, turnaround time on the pre-order stuff? Uh, so turnaround time for forced wheels usually between a month to two months. Uh huh. Yep, and. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but um, oh, back to the pre-order for and group back for the cast in 5RS. It is the if our if wheels are cast, but it's pressurized cast, so it is stronger than normal cast and also has better weight distribution compared to um, flow forged because the fl- the face of the flow forged wheels are. <laughs> cast and then the barrel is um cold forged so you will like when you're holding the wheel up you'll feel like the face is extremely heavy and the barrel is much lighter and also depending on the casting technology they use or process they use if they only use a normal cast for the face your wheels still wouldn't be able to take much of a beating yeah um because the face is literally as strong as any other normal cast wheels so if you want to go with some high quality cast wheels um either go for my n5rs or you can go for like a work emotion series xd9s um, those wheels are extremely expensive but 
they are just pressurized casts. That's why they're pretty strong and not heavy at all. I l- but, I've looked into oh, zero of what you just said. Huh? I've looked into absolutely zero of what you just said. <laughs> Dude, when you were tell- when you were telling me about like pressurized casts and stuff like that, I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about and i would okay, love so to know but at the same time i'm like what two ways for cast wheels either uh-huh. a gravity cast or pressurized cast low pressure cast well there i know what the two different things i know cast. what pressure is and i know what gravity is yeah so gravity just let the yep. the, the metal to flow into the cast yeah. and then the the pressurize is like you're pressure adding you. you're adding a turbo you pressure, to it. pressurize it yeah that's the stupidest thing uh, i ever said the, there also is a high pressure cast wheels, uh-huh. but they kind of just got got rid of all the companies got rid of it because I don't know actually. I guess the quality is not as good as low pressure cast. Um, so now, in general, there are four ways to four um, like techniques or processes to make. Um, wheels on the car mm-hmm. uh, for alloy alloy wheels is um, we're, we're talking about alloy wheels so the cheapest way is uh, gravity cast that's the, and also the weakest so those wheels usually come out either extremely heavy or not really heavy but very weak mm-hmm. um, and then moving on to I would put flow formed wheels and pressurized cast wheels at the same category because they each of them has their own benefit uh, and their own I guess um, like pros and cons let's let's just say that um, so for pressurized cast wheels they are much lighter than gravity cast wheels uh, they're much stronger than gravity cast wheels um, they are slightly more expensive um, but you can also make it like with crazy lips just like regular uh, gravity cast wheels um, and then moving on to flow force or cold force flow form whatever you want to call it the, the same shit um, usually their face is uh, cast and then they roll the barrel out um, so the benefit of that te- technology is they can actually make the same size wheel lighter than um, pressurized cast. But the mm-hmm. cons for those wheels are uneven density of the material. And then also uneven weight distribution, also an e- uneven uh, strength. So the face is actually weaker than the barrel. Mm. And then that's not good, I would assume. I mean, th- there's good and bad depending on what you what you use the wheel for. Like for for roll racing, those wheels are still really good. Um, they're they're really light. Um, they can with, withstand some sort of beating. But for drifting, <laughs> I can I can see they chip the lip. I've seen some of the um, flow form wheels that broke the lip. But only dent the barrel. You know, you know what I mean? Because the barrel is actually stronger than the lip. Yeah. 
but unless they use pressurized pressurized cast for the the face and the lid, and then roll the barrel out, then that's pretty much the best of both worlds. Um, but that's like also more way more expensive than uh, the pressurized cast. And then to, uh, obviously the most exp- expensive way to make a wheel is CNC, like my my force wheels, fully mm-hmm. force wheels. Yeah. Um, downside of those is you don't have much of a lip. You can't really make lip out of those wheels unless you make it two pieces or three pieces. So single piece, single piece forge wheels usually don't have a big lip. Don't ask me why. Just they just don't make it that way. No company makes it that way. It's really interesting right now because I try to. I try to find out why nobody makes it, um, because each wheel is CNC is uh, like yeah CNC out of a like a base, mm-hmm. um, and if the base doesn't have a huge lip, you can't CNC. It's not like a cube of aluminum that you CNC out a wheel out of it. I don't know how to explain it. It's like this. <laughs> let's let's just say huge lip doesn't really exist on new age for one piece forge wheels. Yeah, that's we're we're going far enough. It's this this show is not about uh, wheel one one whatever. <laughs> yeah, you kind of indulge in that one a little bit. Yeah, but someone's gonna learn something from it. Yeah, I hope they can still stay awake at this point. <laughs> uh, don't worry. Just, people don't listen to it right now. Right. Um, Pretty much. I think I'm going to call it there, though. I have got to get to bed because some of us have to be up in five hours. Aw. Yeah, I know. It's called, uh, it's called The Job, Rico. Oh yeah, huh? Not all of well, us. somebody not all just of us. got off work. Somebody just got off work two hours ago, so it's also oh. got a job. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, well, not yeah, all of hours. us own a will company where we're just making all the dollars. Hey, not all of us has a Cadillac. It's, Since you want it's to fucking start a personal old. It's old. It's old. <laughs> it's old. I think. I think there's an old. Uh, shit. I already forgot his name, so I'm not even gonna try to. Re- I'm gonna have to Google it. It's gonna bother me. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it might have been in uh, what was the first hip hop song? I don't remember. Oh, just I just got your message. Sorry. Yep. Don't worry. Uh, did it, you? So did you fart? Uh, what? Huh? Yeah. Okay. I did. Anyways, thank you for coming on. I will. Uh, how do people find you and your your sick ass racing wheels? Huh? Sorry, say it again. <laughs> how do people find you and your sick ass racing wheels? Oh, my sick ass racing wheels. Uh, for now, find me on uh, Instagram under RZ Racing USA. I haven't made a website yet, but uh, I will make one in the future. And uh, if y'all want, if y'all watch YouTube, you can also follow me on YouTube under name Rico Unprofessional. And my, my personal Instagram is Rico 
underscore the unprofessional. I live up to my name, man. <laughs> I really do. No, don't worry. We we all found that out on the show. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for coming on, man. Um, thank you for having call me. Here. Appreciate you have it. a good night, sir, and I will chit chat with you later. All right. Have a good night. Talk to you later. You too.